Hi, One Goal community. It's Elaine Boyd, Pelotonia's Event and Volunteer Operations Coordinator. Since 2008, Pelotonia has raised over $236 million for innovative cancer research. And thanks to our partners, 100% of those funds have gone directly to research at the James at Ohio State. Together, we will see an end to cancer. To get involved in our one goal, visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org, or click on the link in the episode notes. This podcast is powered by Pelotonia. To learn more about our goal 10 cancer, visit pelotonia.org or see the link in the show notes. And that's what it, uh, one of the things we're, we want to achieve in the long run, too, is that people, when they say Columbus, they're like, oh, isn't that where RTRX and Pelotonia happen? And, and you say yes. Welcome to One Goal, a podcast from Pelotonia. We're a community dedicated to funding innovative cancer research through a three-day experience of cycling and volunteering. I'm your host and chief operating officer of Pelotonia, Joe Apgar. Your journey with us to the finish line begins now. Pelotonia is powered by an amazing community, and it's through research that we will see an end to cancer. We want to thank our major funding partners, the American Electric Power Foundation, Huntington, the Elbrands Foundation, and Peggy and Richard Santulli. In the fall of 2011, Jim Merkel, the CEO of Rockbridge, attended a dinner in downtown Columbus hosted by Huntington Bank. Huntington's agenda for the evening was simple thank the bank's customers and community stakeholders for their business and share the amazing work being done by a relatively new organization called Pelotonia. One of the founding members of Pelotonia spoke at the event, Dr. Mike Caligiri, at the time the CEO of the James Cancer Hospital and director of the Comprehensive Cancer Center at Ohio State. Caligiri shared visions of a cancer-free world and the destination to get there required money invested in innovative cancer research. Caligiri's passion for the mission was contagious, and Merkel was in awe. His company had formed a team to participate in Pelotonia for the first time in 2011, raising $30,000 as a first-year Peloton with 15 riders, but he wanted to do more. To provide context, Rockbridge is one of the largest hotel owners in the country, having invested billions of dollars into real estate throughout the United States. As a result, They have partners all throughout the U.S. and are well-known in their industry nationally, even if their presence in Columbus was not as well-known at the time. Having spent much of his career attending conferences throughout the world, an idea crept into Merkel's head. What if instead of attending other people's conferences, Rockbridge created their own, inviting their business partners from across the country to visit Columbus for a few days, connect with colleagues and associates, talk a little shop, and raise money for Pelotonia? The Rockbridge team got to work, and in 2012, the first RTRX, then known as Rock the Road, was born. 30 people, all Rockbridge business partners, attended the half-day event, and many of them rode in Pelotonia the next day. Far from the grand vision of hundreds or thousands of attendees and big keynote speakers, it was a success, raising over $100,000 that first year and introducing Pelotonia to people from across the country. The plan for the second event started the next day. Fast forward a couple years to 2017, and RTRX had hundreds of attendees, a multi-day event with big name speakers, hundreds of riders on Team Rockbridge Peloton, and an event that raised over a million dollars in one single year. This was a tremendous milestone for RTRX and launched bold ideas of what the event could become. Instead of focusing on topics germane just to the hotel business, 
RTRX started to program topics germane to building better people at the human level, building leaders, inspiring ideas, expanding beyond the hotel industry to leaders in all industries. Rockbridge then partnered with Pelotonia and the Columbus Partnership to lay the groundwork to spin RTRX out into its own entity as a way to expand the reach and impact the event can have on the entire cancer community. In 2018, Siraj Hinduja was hired to lead these efforts and take RTRX to the next level. Siraj has a bold vision, big goals, and as you'll learn in this episode, is driven to make a real impact on this world. Let's start by getting to know Siraj's source of inspiration in this episode titled, Powered by Empathy. Everybody's got their own uh, source of inspiration. I, I think, you know, I've yet to meet someone that hasn't been impacted by cancer in some way in their life. And uh, you have a very personal uh, you know, sense of inspiration yourself uh, from your mother and sort of watching her go through her cancer battle. What was it about seeing your mom get diagnosed with cancer, go through cancer treatments, you being 10, 11 years old, like what were the things that really stuck out to you from that experience? You know, it felt like the whole world stopped. And at the same time that the whole world's like revolution, like increased like two X, right? Like, you know, like I was in the middle of summer camp and my aunt and my cousin came to pick me up from summer camp, which like when you're 10 years old and your best friend slash cousin comes to get you from summer camp, you're thinking like, this is awesome. It's like a week's long sleepover, right? Like you're pumped. And then you realize like, wait a minute, this is kind of odd that my aunt and my cousin are coming to pick me up from summer camp. And then it was like, you know, your, your, your mom and dad are at the hospital. Um, and, you know, we'll explain everything like when we get home. Um, and I spent two weeks living with my aunt and uncle and my cousins um, while, um, you know, my parents were were in the, the thick of it at the hospital. And we had family coming in and out, uh, mainly from California and from Florida. And I think just seeing the just sheer resiliency of my mother uh, go through that experience, um, but also seeing how much it affects the entire family, from me to my aunts and uncles to my dad. Um, and then just seeing that like, there is such a village that it takes to help um, someone when they're going through the diagnosis and the treatment and, and everything in between. And I just realized like whatever I can do to bend the arc a little bit for those researchers and those doctors to find a cure faster, um, I'm going to go do it. And, um, you know, of course, my mother is also a very private individual. And when it comes to her cancer diagnosis and her uh, her survivorship, I'm very public about it. And she always jokes that like, I've taken the advocacy of a normal person and tried to like do it like 10X because I just believe the more we talk about it and the more we educate people about it, the more we can do about it. I think you know, one of the reasons you were brought on to, to really lead this platform and take it to the next level is you, you're an empathetic person to begin with. Uh, you have a lot of interests uh, that extend way beyond your, your personal self. And I think there's so many parallels between what Buckeye Thon does and has done and what Rock the Road and Pelotonia does and has done and is going to continue to do. And uh, when you got to college, you got really involved with Buckeye Thon. And, you know, we, 
uh, really anyone in Columbus knows Buckeye Thon is, you know, the amazing dance marathon put on by the students at Ohio State. It's, I believe, one of the, or maybe the largest dance marathon by number of participants. It is. Every year across uh, universities in our country. And I'd love to hear more about how you got involved with that, how you got interested with that, how you, um, you know, at some point you decided you wanted to be more than just a regular participant in Buckeye Thon and really take a leadership role. I got to Ohio State, uh, you know, one of 50,000 undergraduates or, and was just kind of both enamored but scared by the size. And so really focused on my academics my, my first year and then stumbled upon Buckeithon um, while reading an article in The Lantern, which is the, the student-run newspaper at Ohio State. Um, and it was after the 2012 Dance Marathon and Buckeithon had just raised $222,000 for Nationwide Children's Hospital, the hematology, oncology, bone marrow transplant unit um, at Children's. I was lucky enough uh, to join the organization in 2012. Um, and uh, Buckeithon is made up of, you know, a couple different levels of organization um, and different committees. And I was on the committee overseeing the planning and execution for the 2012 Dance Marathon. Um, and we raised $454,000 in 2012. Um, at, after the 2012 Dance Marathon, I kind of had this this moment, this crucible moment, and I was like, I want this to be my life at Ohio State. So I ran for president, um, having been in the organization for nine months. Um, I think half the organization did not know my name um, because I was pretty shy and quiet um, and um, spent two years as as president in 2013 and 2014. Um, and is, really, that common? Is, is that common to have a, a two two term president? In it, it is not common. Um, it's, it's it's not common. I mean, not to toot my own horn, it hasn't happened since then. I'd love um, to see one of your like campaign signs. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 right, exactly. <laughs> my campaign memo that I submitted to my like interview panel. Um, and so um, I left Ohio State with a grateful heart because at 20 years old, um, I was given the opportunity to lead an organization of 150 of the most passionate, dedicated uh, students I'd ever met. Um, we raised just around $1.4 million in those two years because of, because of Buckeithon. Um, and that's kind of what got me you know, my first job at the, at the Columbus Partnership. And that's what, uh, that's what led me here. I think to go from 100 to, to 200 to 400 to 700 to a million and now uh, raising $2 million annually, there were things that had to change. And so what was the, during your two-year period uh, leading Buckeye Thon, what was the big change that happened that helped the fundraising take that next incremental step? You know, I think the biggest change was that we we had to get people, we had to get our members, and we had to get the undergraduate population to realize that um, Buckeye Thon was not just an event that you did, right? It was a part of your undergraduate experience. And it's almost about, you know, Seth Godin talks about like building tribes and building community. And we really, we had to enforce 
where we had to really drill into our team that like, we're building a movement. So you've been a, a Pelotonia rider since 2015. I would love to hear what one of your favorite memories of Pelotonia has been. I actually, like I bought my first road bike in 2015. And that was like one of the first big boy purchases I made after graduating from college. First like assault, like I've got a paycheck. I got a paycheck. I'm going to like, I'm not going to get the, you know, the bike from like Dick's Sporting Goods. I'm going to go to a bike store and get some shorts and, you know, jersey and shoes. And, um, and was really, really excited about that. And I was like, you know what? Like year one, new bike. Let's just do a century ride. Let's ride a hundred miles which is a great goal to have if your training complements that goal. Um, my training did not. And um, it was probably one of the toughest rides I've ever done. Um, of the 100 miles, um, I probably did 60 of them, like pretty much by myself, right? And and when you're, you know, in those- That's a recipe for a tough ride. That's a recipe for a tough ride. And you, you know, you, when you're in those, you know, Ohio Hills and that hot August sun is beaming down on you and you see the SAG vehicles, you know, you know, slowly going by and you and they're giving you a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And if you're giving them a thumbs up, but you really want to give them a thumbs down and you just kind of want to pack it up and just get to the finish line. And you just like persevered. And um, I think from a personal sense of accomplishment, um, that was probably one of my biggest memories because I crossed that finish line. I'm willing to bet I was one of the last people, let's just call it last 50 people who crossed that finish line. Um, please don't confirm that if you guys have that in your record. No, we don't I, keep I, records. Okay, that's good. Know. I would just like to say last An 50 times. Um, and just crossing that finish line um, was euphoric. So let's dive in and talk about sort of when you first learned about Rock the Road, which, you know, we'll interchange between uh, Rock the Road and RTRX. When you first heard about this opportunity to come join the team to, to really grow and expand this, uh, this movement and this wonderful event that has raised a ton of money for Pelotonia. You know, I actually first heard about it when I was working at the Columbus Partnership. And my then boss, Alex Fisher, came up to me and said, hey, I need you to prep me for this presentation I'm doing at Rock the Road. And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he said, well, I'm doing this presentation, Rockbridge, Pelotonia. Uh, we're going to do it on innovation. And I'm going to give a talk and moderate a conversation. So I just need you to go figure it out. So I go to my desk and I, I Google Rock the Road, Rockbridge. And I'm sitting there scrolling through the website and the information. And I'm kind of beside myself that like, A, I had never heard of this company called Rockbridge. B, at times I consider myself to be like a semi-Pelotonia fanboy. And I had no idea that there was an organization here in Columbus that put on a massive event to benefit, you know, for the sole benefit of bringing their industry together and then to rally that industry and its people and to invest money in cancer research. And so I thought that like, I was like, this is really interesting. And I probably spent more time like reading about Rock the Road 
than I did like prepping Alex for his prep, his conversation and his, uh, his speech, because I was so enamored and so curious about like, well, why would, you know, a private equity firm in the hospitality space do this? And like, like, I get why they would do it. I get why they would ride. And it's awesome. They have a Peloton, but like who, you know, thinks like, I'm going to go start a conference and it's going to benefit cancer research and it's going to be huge and it's going to be great. Like who, like who thinks that and then goes and does it. So I think I was, I was curious about the model of it. I was curious and enamored with like that it was actually happening. And then I kind of thought to myself, I was like, this is really interesting. And um, like, I wonder how big this could get. Um, And that was, you know, the summer of uh, like 20. I think I want to say 2017 um, before I, you know, that was the first time I'd ever heard about it. And so, you know, the fall of 2017 was really when conversations with you and sort of the leadership of, of rock the road and uh, Alex Fisher and Doug Ullman uh, started to pick up, right? Yeah. Started to pick up there. You know, I um, had been at the partnership for about four years at that point and I was really, um, I was ready for my next opportunity and having been born and raised here in Columbus, um, knew that I wanted to stay here and, um, had gotten to know Doug, um, really well. And then you Joe really well. And, you know, Doug was like, I really want you to think like about, he's like, I have big goals of like what I think rock the road could be. And I just want you to like, to dream like with us and just think about what it could be. And I did that for a couple of weeks and I kind of went back to him and Alex and said like, you know, this is something that I'd like to really seriously consider um, if the opportunity presents itself. We ended up, you know, I think coming to an agreement to get you away from the partnership and uh, over to rock the road in early 2018, late 2017. And um, you really had to hit the ground running, you know, to, to really dive in and, and help lead the, the 2018 event. Uh, which was a really fantastic event. Uh, that was the event that lined up with our 10th anniversary of Pelotonia, which was a massive year for Pelotonia from a participation and fundraising standpoint, uh, but also a massive year for Rock the Road. And can you describe the sort of first experience of really learning on the fly to put that event on? Yeah. And so, so learning on the fly and a lot of credit goes to like the ad hoc team at Rockbridge who did this in addition to their day jobs, right? Whether it was on project management, whether it was in the executive office, whether it was marketing and events uh, for the company and, and for the firm and its investors. And then they had Rock the Road on the side. And, and so I jumped in and, you know, March of 2018, you know, what, four or five months before Rock the Road and Ride Weekend. And, um, was what what I initially thought was just going to be like a fly on the wall observing, but it was more of like, jump on the train, we got to go, like grab your bags, like let's figure this out. And so I really liked that mentality of just rolling up my sleeves and diving in and, and learning by doing and learning by watching and understanding um, how this team had put this on together, all the external partners um, you know, and vendors that come together to make the dream a reality. And it was kind of like a, you know, dive into the end, you know, the deep zone of the pool and we're all just going to figure it out together. Um, and it 
was it was just a a a, a marathon of a sprint for those first five months. Who are the speakers in that 2018 event? So 2018, um, Chris Waddell, uh, uh, Paralympic champion, uh, has climbed Mount Everest. Uh, Jenny Britton Bauer uh, from here in Columbus, Jenny's Ice Cream. Joe DeLoss, Hot Chicken Takeover. Um, there's a couple other folks and it's like fleeting. Uh, John O'Leary, um, who is an individual, he was nine years old and he, um, he was caught in a house fire and, you know, 95% of his body was covered in three degree, third degree burns. And so he talked about adversity and working through that. And it was also the first year that RTRX had ever done um, a pitch competition for social entrepreneurs. And so brought three local social entrepreneurs to RTRX's main stage, gave them each five minutes to pitch their business. And then the crowd votes live and then they get a check uh, for an investment from RTRX on the spot, the winner does. And so um, it was definitely one of those things, like I said, it was just like, you know, just dive right in and, and, and try and figure it out. 2018, like I said, was like baptism by fire, jumping the deep end um, with the team. And then kind of like in like when you and I had that conversation in the fall of 2018, that's when it kind of really set with me and it sunk in that I was like, oh, I'm running this thing now, right? I've got to figure out an offboard rock bridge and think about the ways to make this a sustainable operation. And then um, there's the piece that you talked about with the content and broadening its scope. And I'm a big believer in seeing is believing, right? And when you have to, you know, you're, you're presenting to somebody or you're talking to them about this idea of a convening, a business-focused convening, but different. And they're like, well, tell me how it's different, right? And we, we talk about how it's connected directly to Pelotonia and its financial investments, but also in experiencing ride weekend um, and then bringing industry leaders from across the spectrum um, in for this conversations, but you're not necessarily having conversations about like business as usual, right? You're trying to have conversations as to like you, Joe Apgar are a change agent at Pelotonia with your family, with your friends, with the boards that you sit on. And so how can we be of value to you as a whole person? And we started to realize that we we have to be agnostic when it comes to how we're recruiting our attendees, but also in what we're talking about. You recently gave uh, my daughter, a book, which um, is called, What Do You Do With an Idea? And I actually think, you know, if you read the book, it's a children's book, but I think most adults should probably read it too. Um, you know, the, the question is, what do you do with an idea? And right. this book sort of, uh, you know, goes through this world of of this this child who has an idea and doesn't know what to do with it. And is scared to tell anyone and show anyone and is scared to take any action on it. And, uh, you know, the, the real moral of the story is, you know, what you do with an idea is change the world. And I think that is actually a really underpinning message of the direction you want to take rock the road in. Yeah. Um, I don't think that it is naive to say that I want every single attendee that comes to rock the road, every single member of our community to go change the world in the way that is right and feels true to them. 
right? Like we care about it because we want to double down on the funding for the innovative cancer research that Pelotani gets behind every year, right? Um, but at the convergence of the person is like, what happens if an attendee leaves the conference and changes the way she thinks about running her business or running her nonprofit? Like you and I, um, we could, you know, after this, after this, after our conversation, you and I could get online and go watch a TED talk. We could go donate to a philanthropic cause that's most important to us. Um, we could travel to when traveling is is safe and in in a responsible way to a you know a uh, an industry focused conference um, for us. And we could go pick up some books on change leadership and um, how to, you know, activate, um, you know, uh, change and good in the world. And like, those are like four separate things that we have to do um, at different times. And the model of RTRX is like, what if you did that all in one, right? And you benefited um, the research that's going to help us find a cure for cancer, um, in a way that's never been done before, the way Pelotonia invests its dollars. And so thinking about that, and it's like, okay, so how do you create experiences? And you mentioned this, that speak to the whole person, right? And I think COVID has taught us or has reaffirmed the belief that like we are more than just our titles at, organi- at our organization. We're more than just um, parents or siblings. We're all of that stuff combined. And so if you can build something that is relevant to the individual from a business standpoint, a personal growth standpoint, standpoint, a curiosity inspiration standpoint, um, you know, a philanthropic standpoint, then you've got something pretty special on your hands. And I think to the next level, if you can do that, like for companies and teams, so that like, you know, it's like, you know, I think you and I, we've, we've shared the dream that like, you know, it becomes this experience where people say like, no matter where they are in the country, they know they have to be in Columbus like the first week in August because of uh, because of RTRX and a ride weekend, right? Um, but think about like how many teams out there, young leaders, leadership teams, like think about how great this could be for them um, in the in the growth for you know their business growth, but also like supporting their teams. Um, and so I think that the opportunity is. And I go back to this, the opportunity is all about empathy. So it's putting ourselves in the shoes of these, of these leaders and individuals. But the opportunity is also all about like service. And like, how do we serve our community? And how do we help them grow so that they kind of have this catalyst of, of inspiration and of ideas? And there's a toolkit, right? It's like I heard Joe Apgar talk about this. Or if you and I didn't know each other, um, and we came from two separate parts of the country, and we met at RTRX, like imagine the that can that collision and the convergence of ideas that could happen and the great things that could happen from that. When you think about what 2021 looks like, let's pretend the world will be back to normal. We can only hope. Uh, you know, you will have had a year off, uh, just like Pelotonia will have had a year off. Um, 
you know, our events really fit well together in lockstep um, with having Rock the Road be sort of a lead up event to Ride Weekend. What are your big goals for 2021? Like, what do you want to see, you know, from an attendee perspective, from a, a Columbus support perspective? I think there's a huge opportunity to get more people from Columbus participating in this. Like, what are your goals? You know, so in 2019, we had about 500 people um, at the event. Um, I've set a goal, and I think we can, I think we can achieve it, and then some, of 750 folks uh, at RTRX 2021. The goals are the 750 folks. It's building out that two and a half day, three day experience. Um, you know, last or last year I invited, you know, probably 15 or 20, um, you know, Columbus leaders, um, from the civic nonprofit corporate space, um, just to come and see, right. Just that whole belief of seeing is believing. And they all left the room. They were like, that was absolutely amazing. I can't believe I didn't know about that. And so my thought process is, is what if you take 15 individuals and it's 15 companies, right? And so it's us just telling the RTRX story um, and recognizing the, 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 it's a mutual benefit, right? Like the event grows, your team grows, the event grows, we put more money into investing in innovative cancer research. Um, and so I think the Columbus market in terms of uh, getting in front of the right folks to just send a few folks to experience it um, from all of the leading companies that we have here in Columbus. That's an untapped market. And I think it's an untapped market, um, an opportunity um, to build Columbus to be a global convener of leaders around the world. Right. And that's what it, one of the things we're, we want to achieve in the long run, too, is that, you know, people, when they say Columbus, they're like, oh, isn't that where RTRX and Palatania happen? And, and you say yes. And people want to be there. And it's known that, like, the next big idea could come from there or the next big speaker or the next big, um, you know, uh, initiative could come from there. And so how do we put Columbus on that pedestal um, and grow its its reputation uh, across the country. We want to thank Siraj for his dedication to our one goal and his inspiring record of selfless service. We also want to thank our major funding partners for making all of this possible. The American Electric Power Foundation, Huntington, the L Brands Foundation, and Peggy and Richard Santulli. This is what's next on One Goal. After... I got done with treatment, I really decided that I wanted to, to dedicate my life to doing something with my skill set to make a difference. You don't have to be a doctor to impact people's lives, particularly around health. You know, you can be a donor, you know, to Pelotonia. And by doing so, be at the bedside with me, you know, or be in the research lab with someone who's coming up with novel immunotherapy. You've been listening to One Goal, a podcast from Pelotonia. Season two will be hosted by me, cancer survivor and chief operating officer of Pelotonia, Joe Apgar, with interview and production scheduling by our marketing and communications team duo, Emily Smith and Gabby Blauer. Produced, mixed, and sound designed at the studios of Wessler Media by Vince Tornero. Additional mastering by Joey Gerwin at Orin Judio. Special thank you to all of our guests for being so open and willing to share their stories. 
please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as that will help others hear these empowering journeys. If you're curious about joining the Pelotonia community and making an impact on cancer research, please see the link in the episode notes or visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org.